to another episode of the Revisited Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Kristen. This week, we are covering no season, no episode, <laughs> Man in Charge. New Man in Charge. Ha- hop, hop, hop in the spaceship with us and let's see where we go. <laughs> the epilogue to the series, uh, the series finale. Yes, epilogue, season zero, episode zero, Epilogue, new man in charge. Um, yeah, so this is a, a this is going to be a rather quick episode as we had a very very lengthy series finale episode. <laughs> so we figure we'll give you guys a little, a little bit of a break uh, <laughs> and keep this one a little shorter, especially considering the short is only eleven minutes long. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense to spend an hour to an hour and a half. I'm not <clears throat> doing it, Ben. I I know. I'm not doing it either. It's fine. Uh, and this is a nice little kind of come down before we head into Ted Lasso. Before we head to, to England. Before Yeah, before we start uh, heading to football is life. Football is life. Football is life. So I love this episode mainly because I feel like it was a pitch for a spinoff that I would have 110% watched. So the interesting thing I want to make a mention of this too is that you this was your first time seeing this. Yeah. Yeah. And then we watched it together. Yes. For a second time. So you watched it for the you watched it twice within a, like a day of each other. Uh within an hour of each other. Was it within an okay, I yeah. I wasn't sure it was that rather that quick. Um yeah, well, you watched it for the first time and then we watched it again. Uh, together because it was mm-hmm. only again it's only 10 minutes so we were able to watch it together <clears throat> and i love the fact because you're absolutely right i've seen this a number of times mm-hmm. but i even said to you when we were watching this together i stopped at one point and i was like god michael emerson is such an amazing actor he was excellent in this like he's and and what i love is that this is this is such a great ben that we see he's settled he's confident 
He knows his answers. He knows his place. And he's 100% happy with all of it. Like you can see his happiness like radiating out of it, the yeah. orifices in his face. I mean, what a wonderful Ben to, yeah, yeah. to have. He's, he's content now. Yeah. Which is great to see because you're right. He's very, he's exuding confidence. Yes. Because he I, has been given a responsibility. And he's been given somebody who, who needs him as much as he needs Hurley. Like Hurley needs him as much as he needs Hurley. Yes. And you can tell that that's going to be a really nice symbiotic relationship because Hurley is, is not cryptic. He's not mysterious. Hurley is Hurley and everybody loves him because of how open and honest and accepting he is. And that's really all that Ben really needed. I think. And I think one of the things I love about the relationship with Ben and Hurley is the fact that unlike Ben and Jacob or Jacob in general, like Jacob was somebody who pretended who he had all the answers. He knew mm. everything. Hurley is the total opposite of that. He has Ben for help because Hurley doesn't know all the answers and he knows he doesn't know all the answers. Right. So it's a learning experience for Ben and Hurley together. Mm -hmm. Which I And think they make such a great little odd couple. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I would have loved to have seen more of this. I would have loved to have seen Hurley or Ben just drop in on Richard. What is Richard doing out there in the real world after 300 years of, of being chained to this island? You know, like I get it. He's been on and off the island over the years, blah, blah, blah. But now he has a life. He has to live out there. Like, how? <laughs> what does that look like? Well, not only that, but this gives us the indication that the rules have changed. People can leave the island, Ben mm -hmm. and Hurley included. I would have loved to have seen Hurley just drop in on Kate, drop in on Desmond, Penny, and Charlie, just check in on his friends. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, they could do it now or in the next couple of years, and it would still be believable as a continuation because the ending of the show is like, you guys are here because this was the most important part of your life. So it makes sense that they still are very young and that they're the right age, whatever, blah, blah. And and they can be older in these other settings because when they when they eventually die and they meet at the church, they are going to be that age that they were when they were on the island. Yeah. Yeah, so exactly. It, it, exactly. It's, it's one of those rare incidences that you can actually reboot the show 10 to 15 years later, and it makes complete sense and folds in very nicely with the original show. Because there's no indication either in the series or in this as to how long Hurley has the job of mm -hmm. protector of the island. So you're right. It could be 20 years later, which yeah. is right about what we're at now. And Hurley is still the guardian of the island. Ben is still his second in command. But now there are other people on the island that assist mm -hmm. with this. There's a whole community of people that actually get along and protect mm -hmm. the island. We could see all of that now. Yeah. In a 20 years later spinoff. Golly, would I love that? Where I would, Walt is a central character and we get to learn more about Walt because that whole uh that whole plot was abandoned because of of the fact that he he aged too quickly. Well, I feel like one of my notes on this too, which I don't have a lot, but I I feel like one of the things this short does well 
in such a short amount of time is it actually does give us a few more answers to things. Four of them. To things that were kind of left open. Yep. In the end. And kind of backtracks a little bit and corrects one or two other things. We had mentioned last episode during the series finale, what about Walt and Michael and them being in the church? And now we kind of get a little bit of a resolution to that. Yeah. In that we've it Hurley in a sense, I know we're jumping to the end of this short, but you know, Hurley and Ben in sense have given a opportunity for Walt and Michael to be reunited. And what do you think the job is that he wanted Walt to do? Because I I have a guess. So I will say I did get an I did get an email from Des, and we didn't use it during the series finale because it was more about this. And Des is under the impression that Walt is like the the term new man in charge is dual, in that Ben is referring to Hurley when he mentions that, but it is also setting up Walt. Yes, I think to so. To become too. the guardian of the island. Well, now, it wouldn't be lost if it wasn't, if it didn't have dual meaning. Yeah. What takes me away from that, however, is the fact that at the end, the three of them, mainly Hurley, says, let's all go home. Mm-hmm. So they're he needs all. To train him. They're all returning to the island together. Yes, I can see this as a, as a moment where Ben is, or Hurley is going to groom Walt. He's going to Padawan him. He's got a Padawan. (laughs) (laughs) I got so excited. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. That makes it so much better. (laughs) Especially with Hurley's love for Star Wars. Yeah. He just took on a Padawan. He needed a Padawan. He's like, I'm in charge. I get a Padawan. (laughs) Okay. Let's go find Walt. Now that's canon. I'm loving that. Like now he <laughs> is canon and Star Wars. We've we've merged many different <laughs> He is grooming fandoms. Walt to be his Padawan. <laughs> I love that now. Just We're gonna see next time we Padawan. see Walt, he's gonna have a little braid. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be wearing like a brown robe. <laughs> <laughs> and people will be like, Walt, what are you doing? I don't know. Hurley made me wear it. <laughs> Hurley comes up in like a big old hood. <laughs> now I want to see. Now I really do want to see a spinoff I where really, we where yeah. we get to see like we get to see Jorge Garcia as Hurley, still yeah. the guardian of the island, but yeah. Walt as like you know in his like thirties now, wearing yeah. this robe and a ponytail. Like, dude, it's been twenty years. Can can we stop this nonsense, <laughs> please? And Ben is there too. Ben, <laughs> ben is still there. Ben is there as like their Yoda. Because remember, oh Hurley God. said he's like the worst Yoda ever. <laughs> he's worse than Yoda. So, well, so that was I the think, Jacob. Right. So I think Hurley needs a better Yoda. So he's probably creating his own little Star Wars mini universe on the oh island. Oh, my God. I need this so bad now. Oh, yeah. I need, I'm really excited about this. <laughs> I need Walt to be a Padawan to Hurley. God, I love it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I... I can see that as well. I can see Walt eventually becoming the guardian of the island. So that 100%. Hurley. Yeah. And, I, and I think it's a smart idea, too. And I think Hurley knows that, too. Hurley doesn't want to do this forever. He <laughs> doesn't want to do this for two, like hundreds of years like Jacob did. Like he yeah. wants to be able to to move on. He wants to train other people to do it, which I think is smart. I think that we should email Jorge Garcia and we should like just pitch him this idea. Dude, we have an idea. 
We have an idea. I'm sure you've already gotten many emails about it, but we'd like to do it anyways. And we'll shoot it without SAG so we can talk about it. Yeah, do it on an <laughs> independent level. Right? Yes. Although I'm very we, into this idea. I am too. We should write it anyway. Yes, let's do that. We should write it anyway. <laughs> um, let's go back to the beginning of the short with the guys in the warehouse. And man, I felt so bad for these two because they've been doing the same mundane job for 20 years. No one has come to visit them. Um, and, and then they just get fired, you know, by fired by Ben. Well, with, I mean, okay, great. Thanks for my envelope of money, but what year is it? This is going to last me like, like maybe six months. <laughs> I know. Cause Ben, cause Ben says like, you know, here's your severance package. I imagine you'll be able to do whatever you want. Not with that money. Uh, uh-uh. no, no. And it's not like they can use what they've been doing for 20 years as a reference. Like who Jacob is my boss. Like what, what, what are you going to do? Can, can yeah. I call your old employer? No, I'm sorry. Not we, we lost his ashes, so he doesn't show up in the fire anymore. Like, what are, <laughs> on earth are they supposed to say? And you can tell these guys have been so out of touch with reality because they think that Dharma still exists. I know. You know, and Ben's like, no, they haven't. Dharma hasn't existed for a while. Those messages imagine? are automated. Can you imagine thinking the job that you've done for 20 years is just like fake? Yeah. Like what you've been doing has had no meaning well, for 20 ma- years. And it makes you realize these guys have probably also been living in seclusion. Oh, they yeah. They don't have. look like they see people. I mean, they're on the island of Guam. So right. they're not, they're cut off from mainland and they have no idea or regard as to what is happening, even within the company they are working for. Right. Right. Oh, and, and, and it sucks in Guam. Snakes live <laughs> in the trees. In the trees. Snakes live in the trees, Ben. In the trees. I, you don't have to tell you. You had me. It sucks at Guam. Okay. They live in the trees. <laughs> which means a snake can fall from the sky at any moment onto your body. I'm good. I will never go to Guam. I have no intention of going to Guam. Or Apollo- any tr- snake tree dwelling place oh see i want to go to australia no no have you seen the bugs and and beasts in australia oh there are more things there in australia that can kill you than don't no i still i still want to go nope 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 (laughs) i feel like i have more words the only thing that's coming out is nope no no oh my gosh no Apologies to any people that we have, including friends who live in Australia and New Zealand. More power to you. I'm never going to visit you. (laughs) I'll go to New Zealand. There's no snakes there. So you go to New Zealand, but not Australia. Yeah, there's no snakes in New Zealand. At all? At all. How do you know? Because I know these things. (laughs) I know where there's no snakes. There's no snakes in New Zealand. There's no snakes in Ireland. And there's no snakes in Hawaii. Oh, well, in Ireland, it's because they drove them all out. Yeah, great. Super. Let's do it to the world. <laughs> I forgot about your deep embedded fear of snakes. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> so much so that I gave you a movie 
from Movie Swap oh my gosh, that had snakes in it. I hate you so much for and that I've, too. And I'm I forgot. Sweaty. Look, you can't even see, but I am sweaty. My hands are gross right now. What movie was that? That I. It was. We bought a zoo, man. That's right. That's right. It's like five hundred snakes in that movie. I forgot. Oh my gosh, I hated you so much in that moment. <laughs> I got a text message from you in the middle of the movie. Hated you so much in that moment. I was screaming. You're lucky you had a text. I was screaming. Yeah, I could have gotten a very bad phone call or voicemail. Um, so we got an answer to the polar bears. We got an answer to room 23. We got an answer to early term gestation problems of pregnant women on the island, yep. which makes sense that the amount of electromagnetic energy that is on the island would affect uh, early term gestation and pregnancy. So it makes sense that if you got pregnant on the island, you need to get off the island. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm so glad. I wish that that would have been in the actual series because that that was very helpful, Pierre. <laughs> Pierre Chang, who was very, please don't use his name outside because he doesn't want to have to use an alias. <laughs> he has like 10 names. He's got like three aliases outside of Room Pierre 23 Chang. is the most barbaric thing in the world. It's even worse with on upon explanation. And the fact that Pierre Chang discusses it so nonchalantly really, really, really bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does seem very unemotional. When it could comes not to care that. less about the human torture that he's inflicting on hostels and yeah. their deity who who worship their deity Jacob. <laughs> and then Re there's yeah, and then there's the polar bears. Then there's the polar bears, which is so barbaric as well. But the the best thing about the polar bears was I repeat, they're not your friends. A <laughs> <laughs> man turns around has got one arm. <laughs> Which I was was a great little humorous moment too, um, but it also posed two new questions to me in okay. watching this video too. Because you're right, we get the answers to those questions, questions that have been longing throughout the the run of the series. But to me, I I had two more questions after this. Okay, what were they? First question: Dharma had had the ability to transport, and they didn't. Because remember, Pierre Chang says. No, Pierre Chang says they put the tracker on the polar bear and it is transported. Oh. Which explains how the, the polar bears got from the island to the mainland out in the desert of Tunisia. That's right. Because remember when Ben, I think it's either Ben or Locke, when they, I think it's Locke, when they wake up, they find mm -hmm. the collar. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I feel like something went wrong in that transport. My guess is that the polar bear was not supposed to end up in the middle of the Sahara desert. But my other, but my other question about that is though, when Ben and Locke got transported to the desert of Tunisia, they had to go underground and turn that Dharma wheel. How did Dharma have the ability to do it without that? Because somehow that polar Science? bear got there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's why we need a spinoff, Ben. But That's why we need the spinoff. The other question I got watching this. It's going to be called Lost Padawan. Bird. Oh, God. The other question I had in watching this. Bird hybrids? Uh, high, high birds. High birds. That was the what? dumbest thing I've ever heard. And what where were that? they? Yeah. 
Where did that where did that come from and where were they? And this is why I feel like we this needed this was a pitch for a spin-off because we got dropped some information, we got answers on another information, and we got a potential three-man buddy comedy series just ready to go. Why are we not doing this? You know what? I honestly wouldn't put it past the idea that this was a pitch to spin off the show. And I think that everybody, that the finale was so polarizing that they probably ditched it. Are you looking it up right now? I am, actually. (laughs) (laughs) The minute he looks down, I know he's in his computer. (laughs) Yeah. um, I know it says it's an epilogue, archival footage, production reception. New Man in Charge received generally positive reviews from critics. Uh, if you didn't like the end, you'll probably love this. Um, I like them both. Uh, and if you liked the end, well, you'll still probably love it. Uh, satisfied epilogue. Keep them. Yeah, no word on whether or not this actually was a pitch to do a uh, a spinoff. But I could see potentially how it could have been a pitch. Oh, mm. hold on. Uh, Actually, okay, in an interview, Michael Emerson stated the writers weren't dealing with procedural mysteries in the finale. They were bringing the show to a kind of spiritual conclusion, and that was the right emphasis, I think. I'd have to say that this DVD extra feature thing is a lighter spirited and uh, a little more mechanical in the best sense of the word. And we do have the satisfaction of seeing what happened to some of the people whose storylines were not resolved in the finale. In a later interview, Emerson said that the epilogue scene seemed to set up a new spinoff series. However, he denied that the writers were actually developing a spinoff project, explaining, I don't think it was their idea to leave such a door open. Mm, Well, then they shouldn't have made it. (laughs) Following the completion of the epilogue, Lindelof wrote on his Twitter page, I'm so glad we made the new man in charge. I was starting to miss getting yelled at. (laughs) (laughs) Lindelof seems like a real good dude man yeah very self-deprecating yeah uh, and the ability can go jump off a cliff but (laughs) Lindelof man you're okay but it does seem and then I have a really good idea for a (laughs) (laughs) spinoff but it does seem that there were some people out there who thought you know it it seemed like it could be setting off a spinoff series we should totally write a script and just send it to him. I would love to, even though we're moving on to Ted Lasso after this, um, we might backtrack a little bit because once the writers, once these strikes end and we're allowed to get some of these people on, I really want to try and get Michael Emerson on. I want to follow up with the the talks I had with his publicists before. Yeah. And, and try yeah. and get him on. Or anybody that would like to talk about Lost. Anybody from the show, yeah. Mr. Like, Carbonell, please. Jorge Garcia. Oh, no, he's too busy. I just checked his Instagram. Why? What's he doing now? Well, nothing. He's raising his cute little daughter and he has three dogs. Has he is he in the pictures he's posting? Yeah. Has he lost a ton of weight? Um, Or is he still about the same? That looks like maybe. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I like it that he hides his daughter's face. Um, on his Instagram posts, like either her eyes are blacked out or she has a cute little mask on or he's Mm. reading her a book and you can just see the top of her head. Like, I love it when 
public figures protect their children like that? Yeah, there were um, there were a number of people that I know that do that. Actually, one of the somebody that I'm friends with, Stephen Amell from the television show Arrow, um, he has a daughter and a son. His son is still very young, so his son is never seen in his Instagram photos. His daughter was the same way when she was very young, mm. but now she's I think like going on eight, like eight or nine years old, and oh, that's adorable. Um, his daughter is going on like eight or nine years old and he has brought his daughter to conventions. Mm. So now she is, she has been seen. And I think he actually asked her, he asked Mavi, do you, is it okay if I show your face? And she's said yes. So now like she's seen on a lot of his pictures. This is him a year ago. Okay. I, that's, I mean, doesn't really transcribe well to a podcast, but okay. <laughs> I'm seeing it. Yes. Well, you know, oh, well, it's fine. Don't worry. Everything's fine. I'm not, and I'm How not, are you? And I'm not like shaming or saying he needs to lose weight. I love no. Garcia just the way he is. Like, I, I love him just the way he is. I did hear, though, that he did lose a bunch of weight, but I thought I had heard that, too, which is why I was asking. I lost a bunch of weight. Then I gained a bunch of weight. Then I lost a bunch of weight. Then I gained a bunch of weight. Then I turned 40 and I couldn't lose weight. So it's been really fun. It's a great journey. Well, I mean, you look at Jonah Hill. I mean, Jonah Hill was a larger guy, lost a ton of weight, gained some of it back on. He has fluctuated so much. And now he's like a, he's like a rail. Yeah. Well, it's hard. It's a very difficult it's difficult to do is to control your eating or, or control, you know, or to get more physically active, whatever, especially, I mean, if it's not a part of your day-to-day job, if it's not your job, you have to shoehorn it in somewhere. Well, I mean, and, and just another one too, before, you know, uh, before we move on, like Drew Carey was another one who was a very heavy guy, lost a ton of weight to the point where a lot of people were saying like, oh, you might have lost a little too much weight. Um, mm. Even when he even when he took over Price is Right, like he was incredibly skinny. Like people were saying, including myself included, like you're not Drew Carey anymore. Like mm. now he has gained some of the weight back, but it's a very healthy amount. Like now he looks very healthy. He's not overweight. He looks very healthy. Good. Which is good. Um, because I'm still a fan of Drew Carey. Uh, I, I've gone. The only other note I have really on this is the fact that we've gone from beta max to DVD. We're keeping okay. up with technology now. So we've updated all, all of our Dharma initiative videos to, uh, to DVD. Which, why, if Dharma doesn't exist anymore, do you still need all the DVDs? Uh, for this purpose. Oh, good point. Yeah, fair enough. That's all I can think of. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. But that's really all I have for for this. Anything else yeah. on your end? Um, no. No. That's it. I loved it. I mean, I did. I loved it. I loved getting that extra little piece. Um, I'm always like such a huge fan of of getting that little extra. I love extra anything of a world that I love. You know, um, so Thank you for for making this to those who did make it. Now, please make it another series. Yeah, let's get that spinoff going. Please. I want. They've been talking about a potential return to Lost for a couple of years now. Here's your in. This is this is perfect. And and if they do it and they don't do this, then they didn't do it right. <laughs> yeah, I, I I just. It, I need a white haired Nestor Carbonell too. 
it could be yeah because he's got the gray yep so um cool so yeah so no feedback for this one um we wanted to keep it lighter we wanted to keep it quicker uh, mm-hmm. so we didn't do the feedback so um uh and we mentioned last week so hopefully none of you guys did send in any feedback if you did we um, we didn't see it um uh, but i will say the next time you hear our voices we are changing tune we are changing gears we are changing the story and we are diving into ted lasso yay uh very yeah. excited about this <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Had to just because he started singing it. Yeah. All right. So um, you'll be hearing a lot more of that yes. as, as we're going forward. So no feedback for this. But again, we want to reiterate, as we did last week for the series finale, uh, we want your feedback for Ted Lasso. So um, if it's your first watch, if it's a rewatch, no matter what it is, uh, we want your feedback for the pilot season one episode of Ted Lasso. Let us know your thoughts, your favorite moments, uh, and you know, all that fun stuff, what you're looking forward to, what you want to hear us talk about in regards to the show. Uh, and we mentioned this before too. We're going to try and keep this as non-spoilery as possible. Yes. Uh, it is a rewatch, forward. but it's a recent rewatch. Re- and I know, watch. and I've gotten word from a number of people that this is their first go of the show. Which so, is awesome. Which is great. We want you guys to enjoy it. There's a lot of amazing moments throughout it, and we don't want to spoil them for you. So yeah. we'll keep it as spoilery, as non-spoilery as possible. If by any chance we do happen to go into some spoiler territory, we'll kind of push it to the end of the episode and we'll mark it so you know to avoid these particular minutes. Of the of the episode, and we're going to bring more people on for Maybe. Ted Lasso as well. Maybe not every episode, but we'll bring some people on occasionally along the way. Um, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, any final notes from you before we we get out of here? I'm really going to miss covering the show, like a Me lot. Too. Me it's too. Become a part of my life for the past however long we've been doing this four years, five years. And, um, I'm just really going to miss it. I know that we still get to podcast together on, you know, Ted Lasso or whatever, but I don't know, having, having lost in our little universe (laughs) has been just a comforting part of my whole life. It's always something that, um, no matter how crazy life got in the last couple of years, like this was always like my comfort zone was coming here and podcasting with you and getting to talk lost. Like I feel like our friendship has deepened. I feel like um, it's just a really big part of my life and I'm going to miss these characters a lot. I'm going to, I'm so glad we're still watching. I'm still watching it with my kids. <laughs> I was, I was just going to say, I'm going to be living vicariously through you for a little while. Cause you're, you've already started rewatching again this time to show your kids um, so I'm if you ever want to hear Danny or Adam's thoughts on it, you let me know and we'll get her, we'll get her on here and we'll get her recording. Oh, oh we'll do that. We will, yeah. we will definitely get on every once in a while. <laughs> just to hear. Maybe, maybe like during season finales, we'll do something just to hear her thoughts on like the season. Lost check-in. Yeah. And like a lost check-in. Yeah. And maybe we'll record them and air them too. Maybe we'll put them yeah. up as part of the podcast, like bonus episodes. Of the I'll podcast. tell you when we're on the uh, season one finale and then maybe you can, we can, do like a short little recording with her on how she liked season one. Cause season one is great. I mean, it ends with the hatch. Yeah. 
you know, them looking down the hatch. Great. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, uh, so yeah. So as I mentioned, feedback revisitedpod.com uh, is the website you can go to, to listen, to subscribe and to find links on how you can leave feedback, or you can email us directly feedback at revisitedpod.com, send it in an email, send it in a voice note as a voicemail. Uh, we'll use them on the podcast. And again, we highly encourage you guys to be more active and leave us more notes for Ted Lasso. Um, I think that's it for me. Are we crawling out of that rabbit hole? I think we're crawling. We finally hit the bottom of the rabbit hole. Yes. Um, so with that we're turning said, the wheel and we're going to be <laughs> spit out in England. In England. <laughs> uh, I just want to say finally, and I know I speak for, for, uh, for Kristen when I say this to everybody who stuck with us throughout lost. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a great ride. I'm very, I'm sad as you are, uh, but I'm very encouraged to and excited for where we're going with Ted Lasso because it's another yeah. show that I adore. Hundred uh, percent. We hope that you guys are too. We hope that you stick with us. Tell people that you know if they're fans of Ted Lasso about the show and get them to follow along as well. But until next time, we'll see you guys on the pitch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. Oh, it's just poopy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember. It's just pooper.